0: And welcome to another episode of the Miles Offside podcast where we talk a little bit of football and a whole lot of nothing. My name is Chuck Bailey and you join us once again on our pre-season preview podcasts. And this week we are talking Liverpool. Uh, The Reds, the Merseyside Reds as they're known in the pro-evo world. Joining me today, Liverpool fan, uh, Patreon extraordinaire, Welcome, Mister Sam Danby. How are you,
1: sir? Hello, Chuck. I'm all right. Yourself? I'm
0: doing very well, mate. Very, very well. Excited to be here. Excited to talking to you. Um, uh, how is uh, life over in in Scandinavia, where you are?
1: It's cooler than it is um, over there. Um, yeah.
0: It's still quite warm. It's, it's a little bit warmer than normal. Just generally happier with life, everything like that. You know, all those indexes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, if I wasn't happy then I'd be uh, skewing numbers, so I'm ecstatic. <laughs>
0: stuff. Um so we're we're here today to talk about Liverpool. Um so what's what's your connection with Liverpool? How did you come to be a Liverpool fan?
1: Can you not talk about my accent? No. Um, um My my um it's a bit of an estranged relationship. Um mm-hmm. when I was younger, um <clears throat> I I um didn't really have a family who had a um, favourite team. Um, yeah. My granddad was the one that kind of took me to the park and kind of forced me to play football. Yeah. Um But he didn't, really, he didn't really have a team or anything. But um, I actually grew up as a United fan. Um, <gasps> mm, um, oh. Big fan of United. Um, there's pictures of me in my youth wearing full kits and gloves and scarves. Um, at Old Trafford. But... Um, Right, Think. just going to hit stop on this. Uh, right,
0: that's all yeah, the time we've, know. we've got today. <laughs> Put that out there.
1: No. Um, so obviously I've changed. Um, not in an American way. It wasn't because of glory. Um, <laughs> it, it was um, before I was 10, around 9 or 8. So, so when United were really good. Uh, at the time, yep. Solskjaer was one of my favourite players. Okay, yep. Um, you know, and, and I used to go to watch games. Um Mostly local games, so Forrest and, and Mansfield, who uh, I was a fan of. And then my brother started liking football and decided he was a Manchester United fan. So I changed.
0: Literally just the signaling rivalry sparked you on your journey to supporting Liverpool.
1: Yeah, and, and now I've got two kids myself. I know exactly how much they just love just copying each other and having something, because the other one mm-hmm. has, right? Yeah. So I was like, not going to happen on my watch. <laughs> um, so I quickly became a Liverpool fan. Um, when we weren't really very successful, and then haven't looked back since, really, not even not even a sniff of looking back. So definitely been a Liverpool fan for you know almost um, you know over twenty five years. Nice, nice. So
0: you know, like you said, through all the proper times, and and uh, how I mean, how have you found it? recently how has recent times been as a Liverpool fan compared to kind of uh the Roy Hodgson era it keeps coming up the Roy Hodgson era for so many teams it's just pain <laughs> um but you know the kind of doldrums years of uh, going what was it 30 odd years without a league title and kind of getting a few trophies here and there obviously Champions League in uh what was that 2004 2005?
1: 2005
0: 2005 um, yeah yeah um so how have you been enjoying kind of the Klopp revolution as it were
1: it's it's obviously like you say different. I, I listened to the Fulham episode today and talking about Roy Hodgson. I thought, wait till later. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was um, drab, wasn't it? Um, and you think of the you know the players that we had then and the players that we have now. Mm-hmm. Um, we were attracting completely different kind of breed yeah. of player, and also you know not just bringing in players that are already quite established. We're very good at bringing in players, and they. Know, become more established. I mean, look at Salah, obviously, um, yeah. what he's achieved compared to what he was before. And you look at kind of the days of before, um, like you said, the the days with Hodgson and, you know, I mean, even Daglish, you know, it was always exciting getting these new managers in. And it's kind of like, this is it, it's going to be fun. You know, it's yeah. nostalgic with uh, Daglish. And then Brendan Rodgers, of course, did a good job. Yeah. And um, Cox just another level.
0: Yeah, mate. He, he, I mean, he's quite As much as I joke about him, and he's very, very spiky. Like, you can't deny as a someone just going and watching those games and trying to watch them with neutralized. Like, a yeah, hell of a fun team. Um, kind of coming up to last season. How are you feeling about that? Because obviously, it's another it's so near uh, one point off. Um, still scoring ninety five goals. a uh, Champions League final. Um, two domestic cups. Like, describe your feelings about last season, if you can.
1: It was amazing, right? I mean, the thing is that you can easily kind of relate to anybody can relate to it in terms of what was it like when England got to the final, right? Right. You kind of like just hold next game. You are excited, and then the next game still going and mm-hmm. you get to right to the end. It was kind of like we had, you know, the we're pretty much in the final for the Premier League final for the Champions League. Yeah, won the FA Cup. We'd, we'd, so close to achieving so much but if you yeah. really look at it a major honour we didn't really get one so it was obviously a little bit disappointing but uh, the... disrespect
0: the Carabao you know you, you took that off Man City they'd won it like five four five years in a row
1: yeah yeah, it's like, almost like a Champions League curse yeah Um <laughs> but it was amazing it, it was a really cool season and kind of I remember a few months before the end of the season it was kind of like too many points to catch up now it's not going to happen and you still, regardless of kind of that gap that everybody with prediction models and statistics and mm-hmm. um, rivalry fans, you still without a shadow of a doubt thought, no, it's going to happen. We're, we're going to get all the way if not if not win it. Um, yeah. So it was a lot of fun, but um, obviously disappointing at the end with um, not getting the league or the Champions League.
0: Yeah, it had been so late. I mean, but you didn't you didn't lose a game uh, in the league in two thousand twenty two like your last loss was a 1-0 on December the 28th and then before that was November the 7th so you went from November all the way through to the end of the year losing two games uh, and it still wasn't enough I mean you know fair play and it definitely you know kept it exciting right till the very last on the last day um obviously there's been a few changes um I guess we can move on to transfers a bit now as we kind of transition into as we stand the next season um Sadio Mane leaving is kind of a big headline there was obviously a bit of drama with both him and Salah um, potentially going obviously Mane moved off to Bayern for about 30 million and Salah signed another 3 years. So how are you feeling kind of at that deal? Would you have preferred both to go, both to stay, what the other way round? What what about that for you?
1: Obviously both to stay, but mm-hmm. I think that would then kind of decrease the chances of anybody else in the team who potentially could have achieved just as much yeah. or 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 a couple of players being able to develop yeah. the way that we know Klopp can with players. Um, so obviously, both staying would have been, uh, ideal. Um, the fact that both of them were, uh, kind of talked about and there was a risk of both of them leaving, mm-hmm. obviously, that's, a, that's the worst case. Yeah. Um, but obviously, Mane, I prefer Mane to go than Salah. Um, yeah. um, he not only, you know, Mane is Mane. Like, what a, what a player, what a person, what a human being, but Salah yeah. is, Something that every club needs, not only for winning results, but also kind of making Liverpool a club rather than a good football team. Yeah. Um, so kind of attraction of fans, people coming to watch. You know, it's kind I mean, of it's, it's a huge it.
0: draw. Like it's and and I think I guess it's the the way their careers have gone. Right. I mean, Manet came uh, came over from France, I think, uh, to Southampton and then went to Liverpool. So he's kind of gradually escalated. But Salah obviously was at Chelsea, went out on loan a couple of times, then hardly played at all, then went to Roma, and then so kind of Liverpool was then the escalation. So I guess maybe he's already kind of scratched that itch of jumping around to different places.
1: Yeah, I think he had something to prove, right, in the Premier League. Definitely, uh, and, yeah. And, but yeah, I think you know, money was a bit of a Neymar to Messi type. But yeah, not okay. in such a dramatic or a, or a statue of a way. It was a little bit in Salah's shadow in terms of media, yeah. um, kind of outspoken, in terms of kind of being a front person for the face. And, you know, we can all say that money is not really a biggest factor because money, if anyone doesn't really see the type. But it's about that appreciation. And, and of course, that he left kind of amicable. You know, there's a lot of good yeah um, you know, Klopp has also come out very quickly and said, you know, how much the pleasure it was having Mane in the team, how important it's been. Um, and I think he's a hard a player to is is a player that's hard to not like. Yeah. Even if you are a Liverpool fan or not.
0: Yeah, I think so. I've I've always really liked Sergio Mane, and you've kind of uh, you you alluded to earlier of him potentially getting in the way of others. You know, you brought in Luis Diaz uh, in in January last year, and he kind of hit the ground running really well. Uh, so you've kind of got a ready-made replacement. Um, other signings, obviously now, Fabio Carvalho uh, from Fulham, uh, but it's probably one for a bit bit more in the future, but I'm sure Klopp will use him. And uh, Darwin Nunez as well, uh, who's getting mixed reviews in his pre-season, shall we say. Um, I, I mean, I don't know if you've been watching and can give us a, an indication of how he plays.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'll just add to the Salah Mane thing as well. I mean, from a Liverpool perspective as a fan seeing that they never passed to each other as well, that used to yeah. grind me something and rotten. Yeah, They used to just almost refuse to pass to each other. Um, but, uh, yeah. That's
0: why you needed Firmino. Firmino was the footballing sorbet, that the ball could go to them neutrally, then pass to Mane or Mane to Salah. He
1: was he was the, the, you know, the middle ground there. It was a little bit frustrating to watch, but we've achieved a lot with it happening like that. So mm-hmm. it seemed to go a little bit sour, uh, but I don't know the ins and outs of it, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, Darwin Nunes. Um, yeah, of course, uh, all it takes is one miss and there's memes and videos of you mm-hmm. on the internet. Um, <laughs> it didn't take very long either, so that's a shame. But um, obviously, I think it was really good that... The, when he... You no, know, the first game, he had a couple of chances and, and obviously not played that level of football myself, but obviously played a level of football where yeah, you have taken a next step and you played a little bit higher and you're not used to it. He looked like a really good footballer who was just nervous, um, right? Okay, and, and and kind of the misses he he was um, spread all over the internet afterwards. But even the goals he scored scored four goals the other day after yeah. coming on. And in my four opinion, goals
0: against Leipzig. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, one of our um, um, obviously the the brand is uh, we've been um, taking plays from uh, Red Bull teams for a while. But um, Yeah. He, the goals he scored looked like goals that were scored by a very good football player that was nervous. Right, okay. They weren't the cleanest of finishers. Um, you know, I thought, I said, um, maybe he would have only scored two with a bit of goalkeeping. Mm-hmm. But like the penalty was a little bit, you know, could have been saved. Uh, a couple of the other goals were kind of um, close to the keeper and not great goalkeeping. Mm-hmm. But he looked like, you know, he's in the right place. He's making the right yep. movement. He can, until he can finish, he scored... Um, you know, plenty of goals last season, um really good goals. Um and if you kind of looking just at last season, um I mean it got I think, thirty-five thirty-four, thirty thirty-four yeah. goals ish last season in all competitions.
0: Yeah, thirty it was it was thirty two in forty eight. Thirty two in thirty eight, sorry, with a couple of assists in there. And he comes very highly rated. Um I I listened to a few different continental football podcasts and Andy Brassell. Who is kind of big in the Portuguese league has kind of said that he sees Darwin Nunez as being like the perfect player to fit into the premier league style and Klopp style as well. Um, Because he is very physical. He's very aggressive, very strong um, gets about a lot. I mean, in his finishing, you know, just in the champions league games, you know, he scored six in 10, um, so he's shown that he can do it at a decent level. Like I, I'm, I'm excited for him and then kind of, you know, the next evolution of, of Liverpool, because they're, I, I think that they're really building on the fly, uh, refreshing, you know, dropping players like uh, Minamino, who was probably already usurped. Yet yeah, Move him on. Um, Nico Williams, you know, he's probably not going to get a lot of time when your, your main right back is, uh, is Trent Alexander-Arnold. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's exciting times for Liverpool, and and so with with that in mind, how do you kind of foresee this season going? Um, I mean, it's it's fair to say you're you're going to be in a top two, right?
1: It'd be disappointing if not. I mean, yeah, we haven't really we haven't we haven't really strengthened our squad in terms of depth. Okay, uh, we've we've re- we've got rid of a lot of players, uh, many that weren't really playing, kind of on the fringes. Yeah, shout but out Devok. Divock Origi. Yeah. Divock it... <laughs> What a guy. <laughs> if, you look, if you look, he was gone. I mean, he was really important in many games for us, right? Yeah, um, yeah it's true. But, but it, like players that have left, I did have, um, I wrote a couple down, kind of notable players. Um, you know, Manny, of course, Williams, you mentioned, Minamino, and we've got quite a bit of money for those. Ben yeah. Davis never made an appearance. Mm-hmm. Divock's gone. Carrius um, is gone, uh, which yeah. you all know him. Um, ben Woodburn, it's gone. Yeah. Um, never really became a permanent fixture. Um, strange enough, Ben Woodburn. Actually, um, yeah. I saw a kid in the street with a Woodburn shirt on. Never seen one in my life. Asked him about it. Signed. I said I was Woodburn. Signed it. He said, "No, Yolanda Risa signed it." <laughs> so <laughs> you're on signed a Ben Woodburn, <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: that, that's like that video that's going around at a minute of the the American with the Pulisic jerseys, and uh, he's got a and and Georginio just doesn't give a fuck and comes over
1: and signs both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, you're on a signed it. I, I remember tweeting you're on a saying, "Here's a photo of a Ben Woodburn jersey, uh, you're on a signed," and he, he, he like liked it. <laughs> um, so yeah, um but. um yeah, I think, um, we've replaced few of the players in terms of numbers, but we've replaced them with, you know, Nunes, uh, mm-hmm. Kupaya, who people are touting to be kind of like a, you know, he doesn't get much of attention, um, since signed for us because of the Nunez stuff, but he's going to be a really good player for us. And yeah. I think he'll get quite a lot of minutes, um, you know, kind of a replacement for like a Rigi slash Milamino style, mm-hmm. uh, position-wise. um, position wise. Um, but I'm confident, yeah, I think we could probably, you know, Klopp's read that he said he's not desperate to add new players unless we get some injuries and things like that. Yeah, because I haven't, I haven't really seen you le- le-
0: linked with anyone at the moment. Like, it's been really quiet, actually, on the Liverpool front. There's there's obviously big news with City making moves and Chelsea buying every centre-back and uh, and that kind of stuff. Arsenal, Man United, uh, Tottenham have. But Liverpool, I mean, you as well, like kings of net spend, like you've only actually spent if eff- effectively 5 million at the minute with the players you've replaced.
1: We are kings of net spend. Um, it's um, looking like we, you know, are not as tipped or in the news so much to sign your players, right, yeah. which what, is what I think is great. Um, you know, the rumours kind of prominent ones were Bellingham, of course. We talked yeah. a little bit about kind of went quiet and then recently has come to the front a little bit more, saying, you know, Liverpool will sign him this summer, but it doesn't
0: seem like it, to be honest. Not if it's... I, I can't see them spending £100 million I know on him, which is what they're saying, the release clause or whatever it is from, from Dortmund. Uh,
1: but we'll see. Never say never, right? We, we, yeah. I mean, there's players, your know, kind of tip to... A lot of Liverpool fans really want him to leave. Um, but mm-hmm. our mid I mean, our midfield's not where we... Sell tickets. It's where we win games a little bit. Right? Yeah, okay. Um, um, kind of the players we've got in there um, are not really the ones that are going to score all the goals, um, yeah. to be honest. Um, it's very rare. But, you know, we've been tipped with Asensio, um, Bellingham, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, we tipped with, <laughs> I read quite a lot about Saka as well, but he looks like he's signing a new contract for Arsenal and it didn't mm-hmm. really seem like it would happen anyway. No, I um, did not have seen that. The other guy from Sporting, Another Nunez, is it pronounced Nunez as well? I think. Um, I, Mateus, Mateus yeah. yeah, he's he's been um, more Nunez, yeah, <laughs> two in one. Um, <laughs> uh, Barella, but he's also been linked with a couple of teams as always. And mm-hmm. um, Kunku, Leipzig, of course. We just played against them. yeah uh, But I think he's signed a new deal recently. Possibly, uh, I think he signed a new deal.
0: And uh I believe so. Last year, I think he signed uh, an extension or something. But, but you're da- you're dancing around it. Anyway, give give me a number. Are you finishing first or second?
1: I'm not saying first in a way that a United or a Tottenham fan will say first. I'm saying first because I really do think we'll finish first. Okay, of course, yes. Um, it'd Champions be rude League? for me not to say first. I think we should promise we win at least one of them. Right. I think Pop should based upon where the season goes, because you don't, maybe you do, but you can't, you don't really start the season and say, look, we're not going to, you know, we're going to go for the cup, and not for the league. You go for both. But I think what we did last year was not really give up on anything. Yeah. Which is fine. Um, What a season, right? But I think it would be good to win either the league or the Champions League. And I think, honestly, it would be nice to win the league again, because obviously when we won the league, it was during Corona and it was kind of a, didn't really get to celebrate didn't really get to out and watch games you couldn't attend yeah. really well they you you won and then fans didn't come
0: in until what the second to last or last game of the yeah. next the following season so there was
1: there was nothing it was the last two games right because then they wanted to give everyone a chance to have a home yes um, yes that was it yeah. yeah it was kind of like a dead a dead win in the season um mm-hmm. you couldn't even go out like go out to the pub and watch it well we could hear but generally it wasn't really like yeah it was kind of glossed over right mm-hmm. and then we joked yep. around during the season of kind of you know this, the the title with the asterisk like um, <laughs> mm, so so it would be nice to win the league personally i'd say go for the league i i
0: filled out my predictor league uh and i've i've got liverpool first so yeah there you go i think i, can, you did. I, I think you can <laughs> um, i did definitely <laughs> um Alright then, so how about a little bit of FPL? Um it I I asked this question of everyone with are you likely to uh, put players from uh, the team you support in? Liverpool, it's surely you always play with Liverpool players, right?
1: <laughs> Thinking about it, yeah. Yeah. Now um I always I generally last couple of seasons triple captain Salah first week. Um Yes but, Of course. Yeah. Are you doing it again this year? Fulham? I I'm, I'm not. I'm not, after, not after the Fulham pod this morning. I'm uh, <laughs> okay. I'm not brave enough after that. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, we'll see. Captain's on Salah at the minute, but it might go to. It could change to to Holland maybe, but we'll see. Um, Salah Trent as a guaranteed fixed in my team, mm-hmm. and I think I've got Diaz as well at the minute. So starting with three. Okay, but. It might be that I changed to Nunez and changed Diaz out for somebody a bit cheaper. Maybe
0: down get yeah. Tino or something. Okay, so you're going with three, basically. <laughs> I'm definitely going with three, yeah. Who's not? Uh, I have. I've got Trent. I've got Salah. I've got Luis Diaz. I did have Darwin Nunez um, and he was my main striker, but I also needed some sort of Tottenham and I didn't want to bank on Haaland- early because of injuries and yeah. you're probably the best person to ask this about this, right? <laughs> you you obviously have a, a footballing pedigree and footballing knowledge and you're in Scandinavia. How do you think Erling Haaland is going to take to the Premier League, to City? How do you foresee his transition? I know this isn't Liverpool, but you're the best person to ask.
1: I um, have tweeted about him tipped him, tried to get bets on him from Skybet, Bet365, since he was 15, right? So I 100% back him just as much as yep. I back my Liverpool first shot, without a shadow of a doubt. He is he is something else. Yeah, yep. he was injured a couple of times last year, but, mm-hmm. you know, he's twenty. he just turned 22 last week, this yep. week. Um, I mean, who at that age isn't still, I mean, surprisingly, still growing um, but yep. he's a monster so now I think going to someone like Klopp, uh, to, Klopp to City with Pep uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> nearly he he was touted that he was going there yeah but. I would have loved him to come to Liverpool so now it's so strange because I have to I mean we all tip some players to score against our own team if it's FPL based mm-hmm. but I'm definitely going to be like okay if Liverpool needs to come I don't mind the right. running scoring goal <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> really I don't mind at all fair enough so, what do you think in terms of goals this season, appearances? Do you think because they've been saying his minutes are really going to be managed? Um, he's not going to have anywhere near as much pressure because you know, you look at City, City are just a team of stars. So, it, even though he undoubtedly improves that team, it's, it's not like required to him to run every minute, right?
1: I'd say it's difficult for me to guess on how many minutes he's going to play, mm-hmm. but I'd be very confident to say expect at least a goal every 90 minutes, if not 80. Right. But we'll see. It depends on how much he plays, right? If he only plays half the games, then still expect him to score 18 or 19 goals, if not 20. And tie, tie this all back up in, in a lovely
0: Liverpool knot, who scores more, Haaland or Salah?
1: I think on a per-minute basis, Haaland. I think over the season, Salah. Salah, golden boot. There it is. Big Liverpool shouts! Yeah! Let's
0: have it. I mean, I, I, I'm i excited for this season for loads of reasons. Um, Liverpool and City improving in the ways they have. I'm, I'm looking forward to I'm really looking forward to how the new Liverpool front three clicks, um, what's going to happen there. Um, and I, I'm really excited. I got to talk to you about it today, mate. So thank you very much.
1: Thank you very much for having me. I see... Um... Got a little bit of a horn I'm talking there so you can promote it as that to get some views. Get some extra Norwegian (laughs) listens, get it out in
0: Scandinavia. Um, Thank you to all of you for listening. Thank you to Sam for making this possible and all the other Patreons. Uh, Still got plenty more uh, preview podcasts to come. I've got Arsenal, uh, Everton, Leeds, West Ham, Southampton. Um, so make sure you join us on all the bonus pods. Join us on Twitter, Miles Offside Pod. we got the FPL League. We've got the Slack. We still get it free for a little while. Thank you very much. And big thank you to, whoa, Black Benny, Sam Balem. Whoa, Sam Debbie, Bam Lamb, Sam Debbie got a child. Bam Lamb Sam Debbie going wild. Yeah, Liverpool pod out.